Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. Well, right now we are in this book, uh, The King's Domain, uh, Kingdomology 101, Manifesting the Kingdom of God, right here and right now by Bishop A. Bernard Hector and myself. And today we are reading on page 63, if you're following along with us in the book, um, the heading says words. We're at the bottom of page 63. And it says, now that we have established that the kingdom is a way of thinking and that the very first place that the king desires to have rule and reign is in our minds. Let's consider what comes next. And God said, after my that the kingdom is a way of thinking by the way of creating with God's mind, God next shows us that it is also a way of speaking as well, according to how he transferred his kingdom thoughts into kingdom words. Let there be. Even God himself spoke of and called those things which were not as though they were. Romans 4, 17. Why, how, when he did all this after first allowing them to be created within God's thoughts. Everything that God created was an expression of his divine thoughts and mind. Yes, and today we're talking about the power of let. And our scripture is Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 5. And God said, let there be light and there was light. Our subject for today is the power of let. Yes, give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart, put that in the chat. Um, the power of let, one of the most powerful words. Now, now, two of the most powerful words you can say is I am. And so we're careful in kingdom. Whenever we use the words I am, that is always positive, that is always permanent. Amen. Whenever we use the words I am. But one of the most powerful words that you can say is let. Yes, that's a part of your kingdom vocabulary. It's a part of the kingdom vernacular is this three-letter word called let. Yes, let. L-E-T. And we're talking today about the power of let. Yes, words are so important in kingdom. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So in kingdom, we're very conscious, not only of the thoughts that we think, but we're also conscious of the words that we speak because we are always creating. Our thoughts are always creating. Our words are always creating. So we are conscious of the thoughts that we think and we're conscious of the words that we speak because our thoughts and words are always creating. So sometimes it's better just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and really, before you open up your mouth, make sure that you thought about the power that these words have. The Bible says that death and life, denials and affirmations are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Words are so powerful. The Bible says it's by our words that we are justified and by our words that we are condemned. Words are so important. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you know the power of words, people say um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt you. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's a lie. That 
that is not true. Words have power. Words can hurt and words can heal. So it is so important that we are conscious of the words that we're speaking out of our mouths because those words can bring forth healing and those words can bring forth hurt. We're talking about the power of words, the power of the word let. Yes, words have power. We have the power, even as it's said in our reading, to speak those things that be not as though they were until they are. Your words are creative. Whatever you speak out of your mouth and bind on, on earth, it's also bound in heaven. Whatever you speak out of your mouth and bind and loose on earth, it's also loosed in heaven. Your words are powerful. Just like the word of God created the world that we see today, the Bible says, and we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Your words are so important. Can you affirm with me today? My words are so important. Therefore, I am conscious of the words that I say out of my mouth because my words are always creating. That's why I said sometimes you got to use a little salt. <laughs> Amen. It said, um, let your words be seasoned with salt that they can minister grace unto the hearers. Sometimes you got to season those words to make sure that they're ministering grace. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of edifying. Your words can build people up and your words can tear people down. Words are so important. Words create the climate. Words set the atmosphere because words are spirit. Amen. And they go into the atmosphere. They are your servants and they begin to work on your behalf. So it's important that you send your servants out. Jesus to the man, um, uh, Jesus was going to go to the man's house and heal him, heal his servant. He said, you don't need to come to my house. Just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. Words are so powerful that you can just speak things into existence and you can speak those words. Those words go in the atmosphere and they accomplish that which you set them out to do. That your word shall not return void, but it shall accomplish that which you have sent it out to do. My words are creating my world. So it is important that we are conscious in kingdom of the words that we are saying out of our mouths. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Words are so important. The tongue. Y'all know how James wrote about the tongue. He said this little teeny member, this little thing thing compared to all the other systems and organs of the body that the tongue is so important. All right. Did y'all get that introduction about the tongue? All right. So now as we look at just give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. If you know the power of words and in kingdom, we have a vocabulary, a vernacular. It's like the world has a vernacular and the church has a vernacular. The kingdom has a vernacular. There are words that we use that we are constantly using over and over again. There's certain phrases that we use in kingdom that we constantly use over and over again because it is the kingdom vocabulary. It is the kingdom vernacular. Amen. And one of the words, now words are powerful, but one of the most powerful words that you can say is let. Yes, the power of let. That's our subject for today. The power of let. Let. That is a very important kingdom vocabulary word. I know it only has three letters, but let me tell you, those letters are powerful. The word let. It is a word that we see throughout Genesis 1. Uh, are you aware of how many times the word let is in Genesis? 
Amen. Uh, the first time we hear it is that it says, let there be light and there was light. Pulley point number one is let there be. That's the first let that we see in Genesis 1. In the kingdom, because remember, we're in the kingdom creative process. And now we're on the third stage in the process. The first stage was the stillness and the silence. The second stage of kingdom creation are our thoughts, mental pictures. The third stage of kingdom creation is your words. And we're focusing on the word let. Because let me tell you, you have been made in the image and likeness of God. So just like God created with the word let, you can create with the word let. Yes. Yes, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. One of the most powerful words that you can say is let. Pulley point number one, the first thing that God said was let there be light and there was light. And so pulley point number one is let there be, which means that there is an order in the universe and I let it be. I do not interrupt the flow of that order. When you say let there be, it's saying that there is an order in the universe, that there is a divine order in the universe, and things are happening exactly the way that they are supposed to. And I'm not doing anything to disrupt, interrupt the flow of divine order in my life. So I'm going to let there be. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to try to, you know, make it happen, but I'm going to just let there be. That there is a divine flow in the universe. And as long as I don't have any thoughts or words or actions that disrupt that flow, it just flows. And so all you got to do is let there be. Let there be love. Love is already flowing, so let there be love. Let there be joy. Joy is already flowing like a river. Let there be joy. Um, um, uh, Dot put in the chat, let there be peace on earth. These, this is the nature and the character of God, love, <coughs> excuse me, love, joy, peace. It is the nature and the character of God. It is the flow of the universe. But we allow our thoughts, our words, and our actions to interrupt that flow. And so when you say let there be, that means I'm not trying to fight it. I'm not trying to force it. I'm not trying to make it. But I am in alignment with the divine flow of the universe. I let there be. Woo. Let there be health. Let there be harmony in relationships. Let there be wealth. There is a divine order in the universe. There is a flow and I'm just letting it. I am allowing it to be. Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be love. Let there be joy. Let there be peace. And I know a lot of people don't speak in terms of let, but I'm telling you one of the most powerful words that you can say in kingdom, in the universe is let. Let there be. Holy Spirit, we offer you no resistance. Let it, let there be. The light is there. The understanding is there. Let there be wisdom. Let there be knowledge. Let there be understanding. The light is already there. All you got to do is let there be light and there will be light. Let there be love and there will be love. Amen. Let there be light and there was light. The only thing that's stopping the light from manifesting that you won't let it. The only thing that's stopping the love from manifesting is that you won't let it. The only thing that's stopping the prosperity from manifesting is that you won't let it. Step back and let God do it. Let. 
allow the divine flow of the universe to just happen, that God is the everywhere evenly present spirit of absolute good. And if you don't block it, if you don't put junk and debris in the way, it will flow because it is the divine order of God. It is the will of God. All right. So pull it for number one, the first let in the text. Amen. Amen. Uh, what it says, um, um, the, the, they often say, let go and let God. That's what they often say. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you've ever heard of that expression, let go and let God, which means I take my hands off of it and I let God, I allow the divine order of the universe, the absolute perfect will of God, which is good. I allow that to flow in my life. Holy Spirit, I offer you no resistance. Holy Spirit, I offer you no has without hesitation, without reservation. I say yes to the divine flow of good. And my, are there any worshipers in the house this morning that you ought to just throw your hands up and say, Holy Spirit, I offer you no resistance to what you're doing in me, through me, as me. Because I know that all things are working together for my good. So I'm going to just let it be. I know that even what people may mean for evil, that God turns it around and works it for my good. So I'm going to just let it be. Let there be. Amen. All right. Pulley point number two. Not only in this text is there let there be, but in pulley point number two is the second part of the text is let us. Notice when human beings were being created on day number six of creation, this is it's a verbal thing. Before God makes human beings, God speaks and said, let us make man in our image and after our life. Let us, which means that it was the whole Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us make man. Amen. In our image, let's make human beings threefold beings, just like Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let us, spirit, soul, and body. So it is important that you let there be, which is talking about the divine flow of the universe, and that you let us, that you think about yourself, that my spirit, soul, and body are coming together as a collective unit. Let us make whatever I'm going to make. Let us, I'm going to do it with all of my spirit, with all of my soul and with all of my body. Let us make man. There's things that we've been trying to create, but our spirit, soul and body are not all unified, are not all um, in harmony. And so my spirit, soul and body, everything in order to have this kingdom creation, my spirit, my soul and my body are all coming together. Let us and then once you get your spirit, your soul, and your body in alignment, then other people will join you in this creative activity. You will begin to draw support from other people who are also unified around that idea. Let us make. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart if you got that. That we move from let there be to let us which means that every part of me comes into alignment. The scripture says, I pray God that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us, if you're gonna make something and make it effectively, there must be a us. Let us make man. 
Oh, glory. You got some things that you're going to make, but it requires all of you. And then when you are unified, then you will join up. Other people will join you with the same consciousness. People who are speaking the same thing, who have the same mind and the same judgment. They will join you. Because you're already unified within yourself. But many times we cannot garner the support that we desire because we're not unified around the idea ourselves. And so it's like, well, ain't nobody going to support me. Ain't nobody helping me. Well, you have not got it all together within you to be able to attract the support that you need. But when I get it together in me, when I get this us together, spirit, soul, and body, then other people. Come and form a corporate consciousness to help get it moving forward. But the let us got to start with you, me, spirit, soul, and body. Let us make. And then you will draw the support that you need. I'm trying to tell you how to create. Amen. How to co-create with God the life that you desire and the life that you deserve. So pulley point number one is let there be. Pulley point number two is let us. Pulley point number three is that then after he said, let us make man, human beings in our image and after our likeness, then he said, let them. Good God, I feel like preaching on Thursday morning. Yes, and the faith field in Atlanta, Georgia. I feel like preaching this morning. Then he said, let them. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the creeping things of the earth. Let them be fruitful and multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Which means that when you go with let there be, which is that I accept the divine flow of the universe, and then you go with let us, which means I become unified and I draw that support with other people of the same mind, then we can let them. But we're trying to let them before we let us. <laughs> and we're trying to let us before we let there be. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. He said there's an order of the power of let. There is a power. There is a flow of this let in the text. He first said let there be, then let us, then let them. Once you've done your part. Amen. And Bishop Hector preached this in convocation. It was so powerful about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Once she got to let there be and let us, then she stepped back and let them. But many of us are not able, once we've created it, to release it and let it go to the next dimension. To release it and let it go. One plants, another waters, but God gives the increase. We're not able to pass the baton and let them. Many times, once you've done your part, then you got to let them take it to the next dimension. You got to let them tweak it. Let them, amen, expand it. Let them multiply it. And you're still in it because you, the idea, amen, let them take the idea further. Let them expand it. Let them increase it. Let them multiply. Let them have dominion over it. Once you've taught your children, let them. Come on, once you have preached the word and taught the word, let them work the word out in their life. You don't have to police people while I'm sitting over you making sure that you... No, let them go through their process. Let them grow. Let them unfold. Let them develop. When people leave our lives, let them. I feel it today. When they got to go on and do something else, let them. Let them do what they need to do. Let them work out their process. 
For he who has begun a good work and I shall perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. Let them, let them do what they need to do for their souls and foemen. Let them. I love you so much. God bless you. Because uh, if I don't stop, I'm going to start doing flips and cartwheels right here <laughs> on the screen. But I feel the fire of the Holy Spirit today. The power of let. Let there be the collective consciousness of the universe. Pulling forward to let us, the unification within yourself that draws the support of others. And then let them know how to release things and let it go to the next dimension. You've been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.